This is Ryan. This is Wayne. This is Kill the Rabbit Podcast. Going strong, second week in a row, or third consecutive week. That's an accomplishment right there. Yes. The um, It's been going well. I uh, haven't done anything. I uh, haven't done nothing. <laughs> done nothing. Uh, my 15 minutes, not that they failed, it's just that I feel that in life you have inertia. So last week I had inertia, I was working out, I was running, and then I just fell off the bandwagon over the weekend, and it just propagated through the week to today, where I still, it's just, this week, I'm just, it's a complete wash. So what I did was, is, um, you know, I got depressed, and uh, so I talked to my wife, and she's like, who's a counselor? Yeah, who's a counselor? And I was like, babe, what's wrong? I mean, I'm just, I feel like I just can't win. Now, truth be told, probably a lot of that is is from watching TV and going to sleep late and then you're tired. And she told you to grow a pair, right? Well, she told me to, uh, what did she say? She said, you need to think about what, no, 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 not that part, sorry, after that. So we had come to the conclusion, or this is what I was thinking, as I was like, I'm too tired. Because when you're tired, everything changes. Right. Right. When you're tired, you don't want to go to work. If you run a business, you don't care if you get paid anymore. Like it's very strange, right? Like sleep deprivation is a very it weighs on you emotionally. So it affects everything. So we, you just have to look at things like this is not how I'm really feeling that's about true. this. And that's why sleep deprivation's been used with torturing people too because mm-hmm. it, it really works. <laughs> it really does. And so for me, it's not that I haven't it's just that I haven't been consistently um, some people need six hours, some people need ten. I'm right around at eight, uh, maybe seven and a half. So I've just been realizing, I think the issue is um, probably how you're... So we get home, I'll only speak for myself, my wife taught me that too. I would always group people together and everyone's like, why are you including me in this? This isn't my problem. <laughs> so for myself... I get home, and I'm tired. And I'm tired, and I watch TV, right? So we'll watch, like, we're going through, like, America's Next Top Model, which sounds really lame. It's really entertaining. Anything with girls in competitions where they're fighting each other, it's very entertaining. Well, this goes on for hours and hours and hours, and then I go to sleep. And then I'm tired. And then I do it again. And then I do it again. All in the name of, I'm tired, I'm relaxing, I'm just you know, trying to space out after work. Well, what I've come to the conclusion of is that's probably the crux of your problem there because you're not using your brain, which makes you more tired and more passive. You're going to bed too late because you're just, you just keep pressing the next show. So I was like, okay, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to concentrate on, I'm going to watch like one show, maybe two show episodes and that's it. And then it'll allow me to concentrate on all my 15-minute goals that I have. All of a sudden, I'll have all this time. Because when you watch TV all the time, the one thing that's very strange that I think most of us have in common is you feel like you have no time. Right. But you have to watch your shows. And then you're like, where did the time go? I can't believe this. I don't have time for anything. You have plenty of time. So even playing video games is probably better than watching TV. Not that TV's bad. It has its place. But if you can watch TV, like I watch TV a little at a time, so like when I get ready in the morning, it's like five minutes here, five minutes there, that's probably the most appropriate way for me to consume that type of media. 
because it's in downtime. I'm in the bathroom, a little bit, five minutes, right there, done. And I can pick it up and drop it. That's what makes me such a good developer because I can pick things up and drop them. So I'm a, I'm a boss's dream come true because of that. Most developers can't do that. A lot of people can't do that. So like, you know, whereas other people will say, I can't do the piecemeal shows. I have to watch the whole episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have to watch the whole movie, even if it's bad. So the thing that I trained my wife on, not trained her, that sounds bad, that I <laughs> exposed her to is walking out of movies. Why, why would you do that? You paid for the movie. And it's like, okay, it, it becomes more of a question of how much is my time worth? I paid $20 for the movie. If the mo- So we went and watched Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell is um, uh, the girl, she played Black Widow. Which one is that? Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. She is a robot. She kills people. The previews looked awesome. Like running, shooting, killing people. I'm all about it. It's like Jason Bourne, but a girl and a robot. So much of the movie was, I want to learn to love, and I want to, like, all these dumb things, in my opinion, other people I'm sure loved it, in my opinion, if you're a robot, and you're awesome, and you're really good at killing people, that's awesome. That's your strength right right there. I want to learn to love people (laughs) and not crush them with my hands. I just, I can't identify with that, right? And especially as a director, you show me these scenes that are just out of this world amazing, and then you tell me, like, but deeply she wants so I was like this is so lame and there's so much talking like talk 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 there's one fight scene I had to wait almost an hour to get a little bit of another fight scene I was like I'm done so I look at my wife I'm like do you want to leave she's like what are you talking about like we paid for this movie and I'm like our time is more important so we just straight up left and the moral of the story is, is my time more important than watching America's Next Top Model all night, every day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably. Um, but, I, but I feel that it's, it's, it's like this, uh, it's like when you're sick and you're in bed and you stay in bed so long that you stay sick mm-hmm. instead of just, if you would get up and walk around, maybe your lymphatic system goes into overgear and then you're, you feel better. I feel it's the same way with me with this type of situation. Okay. So the point that I'm getting at is last night we were talking about it and I was like, you know, I feel sometimes like I watch TV all the time at night when I fall off the wagon because I feel like it's not redeemable, right? Like I didn't do it Monday, therefore I can't do it any of the other days. Even though if you work out three days a week, you're probably good. At least you're working on consistency. And I feel like too, because I really wanted to start my own business again and, and, and really get that going and with the realm and now the new security thing I'm working on. And those things are going well, but they're just not going as fast as I want them to. And I feel, and I was remembering when I was working with Technophobic, this was my first company. I've only had one, FYI. So just the only one, the, first the one and only. Um, uh, I, when I was in the business... It had to work. It wasn't a question of, well, you know, if it doesn't work, I can get a job. There were no other options. This is it. You have almost no experience. No one's going to hire you. You have to make this work. And that type of mentality, I would call hundreds, thousands of companies selling our product, generating revenue out of nothing. And I was thinking back on those days, talking to my wife about it. And she's like, okay. 
So what did you do with technophobic? Well, I did it. Did you know what the end story would be? Or the end product would be? Or the end, the fruition of your work as calling all the companies? No, I didn't know. Okay. So maybe like having more knowledge has crippled you into trying. So I was like, okay, so like, what do I do? And she's like, I think the do is the key word. So you want to start a company. What do you do first? I was like, uh, buy domain, an internet domain, just like I did for Realm. Okay. Then what do you do? Incorporate. Then what do I do? work on business plan, work on the product, what are you going to offer, what are you going to do, so what do you want to do, I think maybe consulting would be good first, right, but who do you consult with, that doesn't matter, what's first, what do you call the company, and I was like, man, that's a hard one, and she's like, what do you think you should call it, only you, no one else, you're going to do it, and you'll figure it out as you go along, just like you did with Technophobic, so I said, when I was 13, and I was with my friend, this was before my friend, uh, I had a friend named Zach, that later on we talked about these kinds of things. I was reading all the time, I was constantly absorbing information, and I made this word up. And this word became every gamer tag I ever had, my email addresses were with this. Quasmopod. Quasmopod. So I'm founding a company called Quasmopod Technologies, and I bought the domain last night, quasmopod.com. So task number one, I bought the domain. Task number two, throw a website up. What are you going to do? Consulting. I can do Python, cloud, and GIS consulting for small to medium-sized companies. How do you get there? Business cards, logo, get your name out there go to conferences. I'm partnering with the wife. So what we're going to do is I'm going to set her up as 51% owner, which classifies us as a woman-owned and run minority small business. What that means is we get into conferences that are women-led and minority-led. You get more exposure. How many Python cloud and GIS tech firms are in that space? I'm willing to bet not many. And not with 20 years experience. So, that's what I'm going to do. And I just told her, it just feels so weird because I don't know what's going to happen. And she was telling me, like, remember technophobic? You didn't know what was going to happen. It doesn't matter. Do your business cards as you're talking to a small business. Hey, we want to do something with cloud. Or we want to do something to automate something at our thing. Or we want to do blah, blah, blah. Work out the numbers later. What your hourly rate is. What the contract looks like. What the software agreement looks like but you're doing it. Right. And I feel, so I, it was more, and then I'll let you go. Sorry. That was a really long 11 minute rant, minute rant. Um, but I feel like it's almost like I had to give myself permission to try things that I didn't know the end result. Well, and she was there to kind of, call you out as far as why you were balking Mm -hmm. and not moving forward you had given yourself some excuses 
because you didn't have enough information to move forward. And frankly, it's kind of like what you talk about when you're at work and somebody asks you, when do you think this is going to be done? And you say, I don't know. I've never done it before. Mm-hmm. And, you know, plenty of people have started businesses before this, so that's been done before. But it hasn't been you, and mm-hmm. it hasn't been doing exactly what you're going to have to go through. So it's all new territory to you. Mm-hmm. So if you start using excuses like, well, um, I, I need to know what the end result of this effort is going to be. Otherwise, I'm not going to you know, do it. Well, I'm sorry. Well, and, and even, even thinking about the realm or the security thing, this is your world, just like Steve Jobs says. Create the world that other people will live in. Don't live in theirs. It's your world. Have a products place on the QuasmaPod website. Talk about the realm. Talk about the other security thing you're working on. That gives you that gives you validity. Like if you're talking to a client and he knows what you're working on and all he needs you to do is automate his little thingy, he's going to think, man, I got this big guy that's been big corporate and knows all these things and he's working on my thing for sure. X amount an hour. Like, wow, that's a great deal. So essentially the things on your website will be mini sales pitches mm-hmm. that a person could view you you kind of polish it up to what you really want to say and show mm-hmm. but if you essentially had the time to sit in front of somebody that's what you would be showing them that's exactly. what you would be talking about well and the unique thing unique is the Cosmopod if you google it nowhere so you have a perfectly unique brand that nobody has it's not even similar to anything. And I came up with that at 13. And 20 years later, nobody has done anything with it. Now, it's probably because it's nonsensical and not a real word. But it's something that that embodies unlimited potential. And the sky is the limit. And when I was 13, right? Because there, there are no limits. And, and as we get older, we complete to, we start to place limits on ourselves and impede myself from growing or doing things. And so when I was thinking about this last night, I'm going to work on all the steps that need to happen for me to throw the website up before the cards come out so that people can just email me. Hmm. And and you know if you know where to start that's what matters like i'll read entrepreneurship blogs and they say starting is the hardest part and starting is uh, you get analysis paralysis and i think that's probably what i've had for some time but even with the realm i know the end goal right and my cop out is that i won't sell it which is great but it also means that maybe it's not real or maybe you don't really want to do it what do you want to do you know and I was just thinking, you know, what can I offer as a consulting first service that's small? Or I even thought, like, meeting with companies should just go over a consultation of, like, architecture or tech stack that they have to do, like, you know, it's X amount of dollars an hour, no strings attached. Hmm. You'll probably, with my experience from Technophobic, I constructed a $99, not me, me and my partner, $99 report, 300 400 500 all great deals. Everybody bought the 99. Why are you concentrating on the things that are not netting the 80% of sales like the $99 thing? So that may be almost all my income. 
because people want to meet with someone that's done it before. Sure. And they want, hey, look at this. Am I crazy? What's going on here? That's it. I mean, that may be the cash cow right there because you're, I mean, that's why I get paid to do now. And it's hard to find people like that. Hmm. If not, almost impossible. Yeah, that's good. So that's what I'm doing now. I'm still doing the realm. I'm still doing all the products. It's just this I feel is a um, something tangible, more tangible, more short term that will get me off the ground faster, so that I can focus full time on on that other stuff. Yeah, and a product will probably come out of it too. But like she said, you just have to start, and and knowing just incorporate, just do it. That's good. That's good. So did you start a business this week? Uh, no. Did you start five? No, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, I had a good week. Um, yeah, it was interesting. We, we've, for I don't know how many weeks now, we've been talking about various things that seem to be, uh, I don't know if you want to call it gumming up the works, things that kind of, you could call them obstacles, you could call them fear factor things. You know, even like what, what you're talking about where your wife is telling you just start, just mm-hmm. do something. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the hardest part. Um, this past week, you know, we, last time we talked, we talked about that 15-minute increment thing. And I did a several of those over the weekend. And one of the good things for me about that whole idea, the whole concept of the 15 minutes is that so many times as I think back to other sessions that never took place because... I couldn't get going and something in my mind I felt like well if it's not if I can't seem to get it going then I'm not even going to start rather than saying well no just 15 minutes um, it's kind of like what I heard one time a writing exercise was just sit down with a piece of paper and time yourself for I don't know how many minutes they said but just write just write anything that comes to your mind just write don't and really fight against commas and periods and all kinds of, you know, different things that are grammatically correct. Forget about all that. Just write, 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 write. And what happens is it's kind of like priming a pump, and then the ideas begin to flow, and eventually the goal is, you know, you're you're loosening yourself up like Mm -hmm. you're stretching before you go running or something. You're loosening up the brain muscles. You're trying to get the cobwebs out, and it gets you going. Well, that 15-minute increment thing helped me get it going. And that was that was really good. Did you use a timer? I used a timer, okay. and that helped. Uh, matter of fact, I worked on both books that I'm thinking about and doing that this past weekend. Now, the one thing that I mentioned last week that hasn't gone well, and but it, I'm, it made me think about it, is I said I think I'm going to try to do some of those during the daytime while I'm at work mm-hmm. as a break. Mm-hmm. Okay. The problem is, is that I I get into a zone when I'm at work too. Yeah. And this is such a dramatic, different direction that if I do it at work, it's almost like I really need to do it the first thing possibly before other people start showing up. Um, I haven't gotten my mind into some of the other work stuff. There's nobody disturbing me. I can do 15 minutes, you know, at 7.15 in the morning or 6.15 whenever I get there and do 15 minutes then but if I wait until mid-morning it's not going to happen mm-hmm. usually because it's just 
too much going on, too many distractions, disruptions. Um, like I said, I'm in the zone. It's going from the technical work that I'm doing into a creative mode to think about a story and a book. It's like turning on a dime and it's really hard. Mm-hmm. So that kind of discourages you to even start it. So I think if I do it during the week now, I'm going to th- try to see if I can set aside a 15-minute period when I first get to work. And then if something else happens during the day that I'm able to do that, that's fine, but I'm not going to count on it because I don't think it's going to be helpful. I'm glad to know. I, I've done the 30-minute thing before, but for some reason in my mind, 30 minutes felt too much of a commitment. So I'm glad that the 15 minutes well, is working. Well, and, and it's particularly important where you're you're having trouble getting started. If you're mm-hmm. having trouble getting started, then 15 minutes, come on, you can do 15 minutes. Yeah. Right. You know. So you're thinking along those lines, and then should at the towards the end of that 15 minute period, you feel like, well, I'm kind of on a roll here. I think I'll go for another mm-hmm. 15 minutes. But it's not like you were obligated from the outset to do that 30 minutes. Well, and like we talked about before, for myself and probably for you as well, if I know that I only have 15 minutes, like something about that desperation of this doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Like I noticed, like if it's open ended. I'll be working, then chatting with my friends, then let's look at Facebook. And now with the 15 minutes, there's zero time for that. So even if I open the tab, I'm going to look at Facebook, or the, it, I close it because there's not no time for that. This is the only thing you're doing. It's like hyper-focused. You know, it's, it's interesting. You were talking about watching TV. I was a TV addict as a young person. And, of course, that was during an era where there wasn't any... Uh, true violence like we see today and mm-hmm. definitely no sex or anything that your parents need to be worried about it. It was more an issue of time displacement where shouldn't you be doing something a little bit more productive than watching that movie? How many times have you seen that movie? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is my third time. I just love it. Yeah, but you're going to sit there for an hour and a half to two hours and watch something when you could be doing something productive. So, and over the years, I just, you know, found myself more and more like essentially doing like what you were talking about walking out on a movie mm-hmm. um, the beauty of like all the that's available to us on the internet and TV and everything else is that it becomes easier to just yeah. turn something off when you find that no this is not what I think it's going to be well and the hard part is it's all good it's all so like there's so much like on TV when you used to watch TV with commercials right like back in my day right, right before TVR was coming out there were shows, some were good, some were, you know, there were just only a handful of good shows. Well, as now with like Netflix and everything, like every show is like this Academy Award winning blah 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 blah, and it's all great. Like it, so it's almost like a volume thing. So it comes down to just saying, yeah, but I have this amount of time. I've, I cannot, I have to be vigilant mm-hmm. with my time and realizing that I can only spend my time one time, mm-hmm. one way, one time. And then it's gone. Mm-hmm. We, when we got to the point in our culture where TV became not just a thing like it was in the past, you, were, you have a hard day, uh, you've taken care of all of the important priority things, so now you feel it's okay if I sit down and relax and watch a little TV. Well, entertainment has come a long way and not necessarily in the right direction where we are today, mm-hmm. where people watch TV, go to movies. Uh, as they say, the millennials are former 
concerned about their fun time and their leisure time and what they're doing than they are about jobs and other things. That, yeah. And I understand that because they've been essentially programmed to, mm-hmm. to, to feel that way. And there's so many, like you say, really fascinating things that you can do, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, especially as technology continues to just... Uh, it's not Murphy's Law. There's, it's um, some, somebody's razor or some... None of those are probably correct. Where um, technology keeps multiplying exponentially um, with regard to power and how fast things are and how many programming languages there are and all the things that you can do now. Um, it's almost like people don't take advantage of it because it's so much in abundance. Yeah, um, it is. And even for my generation, thinking about cell phones, for instance... There was a time, and I'm having a difficult time remembering back to what it felt like when somebody was trying to get a hold of you. They knew they couldn't get a hold of you. They had to call and leave a message on your answering machine. Um, And even as we began to move more towards modern technology with digital pagers and things like that, and you got this little phone number that somebody's trying to get a hold of you, you still had to find a phone someplace because most people didn't carry those big clunky mm-hmm. uh, you know original versions of cell phones around so you had to find a payphone or the office or, or at home and now it's not just availability it's entertainment it's emails it's games it's all kinds of things that you can do on something that you this has become a part of you mm-hmm. you know your stupid s- smartphone mm-hmm. um, oxymoron there but it's it's interesting, um, and I, I think one of the things that you and I have talked about that we just have to keep on the front burner all the time is that time is valuable. Mm-hmm. So you do make time for leisure and for recreation, and but also for rest, also for things that are productive. Mm-hmm. It's a balanced life that you're looking for, and uh, and it's going to take effort. Yep. on either end yep um but yeah I mean I think for next week um I'll focus on the TV stuff and the site now that I'm doing this this will take the first 15 minutes so I'm really trying to do it as rapidly as possible and throwing up a web presence and really kind of solidifying like company structure and doing letters of incorporation and things like that um just to have you know once i have the site and the business card then i can start marketing myself and and understanding that it's going to take three or four months before you get a hit um but then as in the laws of business it will eventually residually be coming in and you won't as as things start to track on Google and people are Googling it more, it'll come up and, and keywords and things like that. So, I mean, maybe eventually it'll be a great thing. Um, and with the main goal of just replacing my income first, and then you have all the time and the money to do whatever you want. And that's kind of where those other products, because, you know, to really bring Realm through, it needs to be a full-time thing. Mm-hmm. So... I, and I think there's ways to work around that, but just I think with the main goal of just doing it, right. anything, um, talk to people. What do they even need? You don't even know. Like small to medium sized companies probably need way less complexity than you're thinking. 
So just chitty chatting with them and seeing what they need. So that's what I'm working on this week is the website and TV stuff and then um, Realm. And as I get through and focusing more on the 15 minute stuff. Good. Sounds good. And I'm gonna I'm gonna keep hammering on this 15 minute thing. It's it's just a matter of finding those times and uh, being aware of when they arrive and not wasting them. Um, so. Sounds good. I think that's probably good for tonight. Yeah. I mean, maybe as a culmination of the podcast, we write a book on time management. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Okay. All righty. Bye. Bye.